Hello, Kyle. Hi, Melissa. Happy January. Happy January. It's the best time of the year. I know people think that the holidays are behind us and the fun is behind us, but for CMAA, it is the best time of the year. The fun is just around the corner. Because it is time for the World Conference and Club Business Expo. I wish I could put like the club horn in there. I know. I know. So the, the purpose of this episode is really to give you a deep dive into what to expect, the activities, the events, the speakers, and what you should know. So Kyle and I are going to kick it off with just a couple of tips. Yes, important um, tips. That you need to know before we dive into some amazing interviews with the host of our networking event, Christina Toops and Christina Claybo at Ridgely. Uh, both from Ridgely Country Club. <laughs> And with Chairman Randy Reuter, who's going to talk to us about uh, our general sessions and CMA's newest event, CMA After Dark. But we just wanted to start with our really top three most asked questions. Yes. What is the dress code for conference? (laughs) Well, this is a fun question, and I feel like it's sort of evolving year over year. But since we're going to be in Texas, I think that this is uh, even more exaggerated this year. But our dress code is business casual. Am I correct, Melissa? It is. It is. It's actually, we're going a little bit further this year. It's called Texas, Texas casual. casual, which. So that I, means blue denim. jeans. Denim. We get to Boot, wear denim. Blazers and collared shirts. And cowboy hats are optional, but fun. True. And boots also and boots. are going yeah. to be a recurring theme throughout the week. So. Absolutely. Be prepared. So that is all of our education. Our opening and closing business sessions will be Texas, Texas casual. casual. I will also now, say if you're going to wear boots, start breaking them in now. Cause otherwise walking around all day, your feet are going to hurt. So absolutely. That's a great thing to point out. <laughs> Comfortable shoes are a must you need, you know, um, everything is, uh, compact this year, uh, within the convention center of the Gaylord, but You're still going to be logging a lot of miles. You're going to hit your Fitbit goal every day. Um, And so comfortable shoes really are a must. Now, for the networking event, when we head to Ridgely Country Club, it is going to be dress your best with a Texas flair. So that's really, for gentlemen, your finest blue jeans and a collared shirt with a dinner jacket. This Mm. is Texas. This is, is and, and Christina will chat with us later about this well. Tie is not required, but boots are encouraged. And for ladies, a cocktail dress or your dressiest blue jeans pair perfectly with your boots. And Diamond some bling. Option. Exactly. You need that bling. So, um, and the good news is you can get bourbon. Bling boots, and boots bling at the Club at Foundation Com. auction. So <laughs> don't forget about that. The other question that we get asked a lot is, how do I get information about conference? There's a lot of ways to get information about conference. I mean, we're trying to communicate things as much as possible, but the best way and sort of the one-stop shop for information about conference is the conference app. Absolutely. And, and Oh, go ahead. This year, the app is closed to attendees only, mm-hmm. so you do need to use the email that you registered for conference with to read to sign on to the app so you will sign into the app this year correct and if you have any questions about accessing the app if you're having any trouble please contact one of us at hq we'd be happy to help you and walk you through that process 
Absolutely. And we will use that app for any of our on-site schedule changes. Literally, we can update that on the back end and you get it seamlessly. Um, as you know, if there's a room change or a schedule change, we will make that change um, on our side and you'll see updated information on your app. We'll also be using those in-app notifications. Mm -hmm. And so if there is any change, uh, late breaking news or schedule changes or change of a location that will necessitate, we will send that to you. So make sure those in-app notifications are on. Mm -hmm. I promise we do not overuse those no. and we only use those during the conference period. So um, the other thing to point out is that every day you're going to get a newsletter mm -hmm. um, in your email box called the conference daily. And that'll give you the highlights of what's ahead of you for that day and remind you about the dress code, where Any buses, events, where the buses are going to be, what time things are. It's going to give you just that, that top level need to know what's going on yep. today information. And again, that's going to go to the email address that we have on file for you, mm -hmm. um, where you get all of your CMAA, CMAA email. So if for any reason you want to use your Gmail, because that's what goes to your phone or anything like that, just let us know. Yep. No problem. Awesome. So number one, uh, we like to share that the entire team here at headquarters uh, all 32 of us work on conference. So we are so excited to have all of our teammates that are working on this project uh, on with us today. So let's roll these interviews and let you know what to expect at conference. Perfect. So we are so excited to be coming to Grapevine in February and very excited about our networking event at Ridgely Country Club. And we are super excited today to have our fabulous host, to give us a preview of what to expect. So ladies, tell us about your club and your members. I guess I'll start with that one. You know, I've been at Ridgely for 17 years as a general manager, and it's actually my third time back. And one of the reasons I keep coming back is because the club and the members are so wonderful. Um, I, Christina will tell you when I first, when she first started, and she'll probably add in, but I told her, I said, Christina, we have the best members ever. And I think she was like, yeah, everyone says that. <laughs> and then afterwards she was like, yeah, you're right. We do have the best members. We have about 1,500 member families. And the club was founded in 1954. And it was founded by um, a gentleman and his brother. But the membership took over the club in 1974. So we've been a member-owned uh, equity club since 1974. And very, very active with families. We have a lot of um, club events, and if it hosts a family event, it is um, the number one thing that goes on. We've been seven years an avid golfer as most family-friendly club in Fort Worth, Texas. So Christina's come up and added a lot to that in the past couple years, but we just added our first New Year's Eve that was families only. We had over three, we had 300 people in attendance, so really active club. The other thing that I think will be surprising to some people is our club's about 130,000 square feet. So I think when they first started looking at us, um, Jeff Morgan came to the club for the first time and just saw the front and said, I'm not sure if this will be big enough for the event. And Randy um, said, just wait. So once we walked it, he was like, oh, okay, yeah, I see. Plenty big, plenty big. So we can do an event for 1,000 people and never even affect our member areas. Oh, wow. So pretty big event. So we're used to doing some large events in Fort Worth. <laughs> I feel like that's a very Texas thing, right? Like just bigger, yeah, everything bigger is all bigger, the time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so following on that, I mean, you talk about doing all of these 
events for families, which tells me that your club is equipped to do events that can reach a number of different demographics, right? You have, you know, older generations all the way down to the young ones, which kind of seems perfect for hosting the networking event for World Conference, since our membership is pretty diverse when it comes to demographics. Um, why don't you take us through room by room of what conference attendees can expect to see at the networking event? Okay, I'm actually going to let Christina start it because um, the Texas Lone Star Chapter has really wants it to be a start-to-finish event. So it'll start when, you, when they get on the buses at the Gaylord. So when they get on the buses, um, the chapter is really making a point to um, give it a Texas feel from the music to having a host on each bus and just getting everyone ready and prepared to, um, you know, get over to Ridgely and, and enter this Texas, um, not wonderland, but I'm just stuck with winter in my head, but, um, you know, <laughs> I just can't get out of it. But what, when you arrive at the club, you're going to enter and you're going to feel Texas. Um, you're, on the front drive, you're going to approach the club and we're going to have a Longhorn out front, um, you know, in you could even get on it for a picture. It's going to be the true feel of Texas. Um, and so uh, as you enter the club, we're going to have, you're going to be walking into a Texas ranch, uh, and you're going to get a feel for that, and we're going to have one of our Texas drinks. It's called a ranch water, um, and it's this refreshing cocktail, but um, you're going to get the feel right away for that. Uh, we're going to have a watering hole with um, Texas vendors, so you get a feel for Texas beverage scene. Um, and then just kind of walking around the club, Texas music everywhere. Um, we're going to have a bull, um, you know, for um, bull riding. Sorry, should we stop? I feel like no, I'm rambling. Okay. <laughs> so we kind of see, the theme of the party is around Texas. So when you first talk, walk in, you're going to have cowboys and culture. So it's going to be really the Fort Worth feel. So the first thing you're going to see, is, like she said, is the Longhorn, the watering holes. We have a great country western band. And the whole first feel of that is going to be Fort Worth Cowtown. The food will be the barbecue, brisket, fun things like that. We do have also, um, we'll have a longhorn they can ride, uh, not a, a live one, but we'll have a bucking, a bucking bull to see how many brave people out there, maybe after a cocktail or two, will get on and do that. So then you'll move forward into kind of our next section which is our Dallas feel, and we're going to do um, the, the uh, state fair. So every year, Texas is really known for its state mm -hmm. fair, and Big Tech welcomes everyone in. So the state fair feel will be things from a lot of fried foods and desserts, so fried Twinkies type thing, chicken fried steak and gravy. You're going to feel that whole midway feel in there. We... Um, we have a drink called the Ruby Ridgely, that that's the drink of the choice in there. Obviously, all the bars are fully open to whatever you want, but we thought it would be fun in each section. I think the biggest draw in that room, other than everything fried, which we love, <laughs> will be the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Oh, so snap. they're iconic to us, and so we thought we had to have them. So um, everyone can line up and get their pictures taken or, or get a picture signed from them. So we're real excited about that. So awesome. now you've got Fort Worth and Dallas, so we'll kind of me meander down. And the next area you're going to have is um, our San Antonio field, our Riverwalk field. So we'll have our Tex-Mex food in there. We have some fun armadillo races going to go on in there. And the drink of the day there is going to be a cactus margarita. So you'll feel very much like your San Antonio Riverwalk feel there. 
And then the fourth location, and now Texas is really big, so we have lots of things. We could have gone on for days and days, but the fourth location will be upstairs, and that will be our Gulf Coast, kind of Galveston area. So you'll have a lot of seafood. Um, there's a bar up there. It'll be a nice place to kind of sit and lounge if you want to. But there's plenty to see with a 130,000-square-feet clubhouse. Um, I'm more worried that we want to keep people close and you see it, that it's not so spread out. But those are kind of the four areas, and each area we want a photo op and something fun to do. I love it. I kind of, wow. I'm already planning out which rooms I'm going to camp out in. I can't decide <laughs> like barbecue or Tex-Mex. Fried Twinkies. You had me at fried Twinkies. <laughs> uh, you have to be fried Twinkies. <laughs> um, okay, well, it sounds like there's, I mean, None of these things are something that I'm going to be wa- wanting to miss at all. But if there's one thing that you could pick out that you don't want someone who's coming um, to the networking event to miss when they visit your club, what would it be? I think we want everyone to get on the bowl. So we think we're going to say we don't want them to miss out on that because it'll be a sight to see for those who get on it and those just to watch it. But I think we should have a competition to see who can, you know, go for eight seconds. <laughs> I agree. I think that would be also great for um, all of our social media outlets. So highly Wait, encouraged. is Flat Jeff making an appearance? I think we should get Flat Jeff Ooh. on the bowl here, you know. Ooh. Good point. Karen, Karen Woody, <laughs> please make sure Flat Jeff appears at the networking event. <laughs> I think we could probably arrange We that. will also – we'll also have, you know, we have some of our um, – executive board members and their spouses, they really want to be a part of this. So to greet um, the managers in and, and to be there. And so we're real excited. And everyone's going to be in Texas flair. So we want people to dress up with their, you know, their bling, jeans, boots. I will tell you, you're in Fort Worth. So when you go out to black tie, uh, black not that this is black tie, but if you went out black tie, it means a tuck shirt and jacket with jeans and boots in Fort Worth. So... <laughs> We, the je- jeans and boots and casual is very welcome at Ridgely all the time. This is supposed to be a comfortable, fun party. We'd love for the ladies to dress up in their best boots and, and diamonds and bling because that just brings the fun to the party. I have my sparkly boots ready already. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, okay. I might need to do some digging to find something appropriate to wear. Well, or they need to buy it now at the auction if they there can, so hey, they can go. have. <laughs> Absolutely, yep. I will be. If talking they forget about our... it, you know, if they forget it, they'll just have to go do the buy it now or something at the auction. 100%. Absolutely, great plug. Great plug. <laughs> um, I might need to find like a bedazzler and put some rhinestones on. It. <laughs> it's like my great. wardrobe is severely lacking in rhinestones. Well, rhinestones and big hair are very important in Texas. What's that saying? The higher the hair, the closer to God. The higher, and it's very much the truth here in in Texas. Maybe more in Dallas and Houston than Fort Worth, but definitely an an important um, Texas thing. Big hair. It's where they hide all their secrets. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, okay, so we know we don't want people to miss the Longhorn. And the and the the bull riding. Um, what's the thing that you individually, Christina's? What are you each most looking forward to? I'm looking forward to um, seeing everyone. I mean, it's been it's the one time a year you get together with all of your peers, your friends, your previous managers, um, and you get to see them, and then you get to make new connections as well. That's my favorite part about conference. You know, getting the education, and everything, but 
making those connections that you'll know for years and then you get to see them year after year, that's my favorite part by far. And I think for me, I think being in the industry so long, I have friends all over the country, but I don't always go to their clubs and they don't get to come to mine. So hosting everybody onto Ridgely is so exciting to me. Ridgely, we have the best team. Our staff is amazing. Our members are amazing. And to be able to show the rest of the country that, I'm really excited because I don't think a lot of people know my club or our club. And so I'm really excited to have everyone here and see, see Ridgely. Absolutely. It's a special place. Well, we're excited to, to, to see it and to see what your team has put together. And I know it's going to be a fun time. Melissa, do you have any other questions? I don't. Thank you so much for covering everything. I know the address is always a big question we get, and it's really important, but I, I can't wait for everyone else to see <laughs> how amazing this is going to be. And tell everyone, don't eat a late snack because we have lots of food, <laughs> and bars are very important in Fort Worth. And so there will be plenty of bars and refreshments for anyone that wants anything. So uh, we want everyone just to come to our home, to our club, and have a great time think we can accomplish that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you ladies so, so much for taking some time out of your day to share with us about the networking event. We can't wait to be there and can't wait to see you. Us to see you oh, as pleasure. well. Yes, we can't wait to host everyone. Awesome. We are so excited to have Chairman Randy Reuter here with us to talk about our four big general sessions at conference and our newest conference event, CMA After Dark. Randy, thank you so much for being with us. I'm thrilled to be here. Awesome. It's going to be a great event. Um, talking about our four sessions, uh, we're starting with our opening business session. Um, who's going to be our featured speaker? So our, our featured speaker is going to be Ari Schronburn, a, a 9-11 survivor. Um, none of us will forget where we were on that terrible day, September 11th, 2001. And Ari certainly won't, because he lost 658 of his friends and coworkers. But he walked out without a scratch. And I've heard him speak before, and he just tells this powerful story of, of how perseverance and attitude can, can just change. And he wrote this very powerful book called Miracles and Fate on 78. That's the floor that he had made it to. So he tells his story about surviving and then realizing the next morning that you did survive and how do you carry on and what he chose to do with his life. I think it's a great way to kick off the, the conference. Absolutely. I think that's going to be a great message for everybody for the opening business session on Saturday. So next we'll have on Monday the awards breakfast. Yeah, the awards breakfast is, is something new that's been started recently, and as everybody knows, it does come with a separate ticket. So make sure you get a ticket for that breakfast and then come celebrate the who's who of CMA, you know, and see all the achievements. There's going to be all kinds of winners announced from the contest of Chapter of the Year, the recruitment contest, the 25-year club, scholarship winners, idea fair winners, and on and on. So it's a great way to celebrate all the achievements of CMA. Um, specifically, we always have a, a speaker related to that, and we're thrilled to get Major Dan Rooney, who's a fighter pilot. He served in three combat tours in Iraq. He's a PGA golf professional, and he's the founder of Folds of Honors. He's also served as a motivational speaker for the two U.S. Ryder Cup teams and as a Fox News contributor. Um, if you don't know, Folds of Honors has raised over $100 million for scholarships for family members of soldiers killed or disabled in combat. So he will also have this powerful story, which we think will be very motivational and, and a great tie-in to our, our, our awards breakfast on Monday. 
Awesome. Up next on Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, we have our other general session featuring Danny Meyer. Tell us why, uh, Randy, that we should come out for the session. You know, it's, it's funny, and people ask all the time, who's going to be the keynote speaker at conference? And, and you know, CMAA has kind of broke that, mo- that mold years ago, and instead of um, spending money on just one big speaker, it's spread the money around and has gotten a whole bunch of great speakers. So Danny Meyer is one of them. So, um, um, you know, based on his, his availability, we've finally been able to secure him. Um, they've tried for years, and finally this is the year he's coming. Unfortunately, he couldn't come to an opening business or a closing business session, so we're doing something new also and having him at that general session um, Tuesday afternoon. So it's going to be in the Maid Auditorium, so all of the thousands of people at conference will have a chance to see him, and it's the only thing that's happening. Um, as many of us know, he grew up in the hospitality world and runs Union Square Hospitality Group which has a portfolio of many amazing places like Union Square Cafe, Gramercy Tavern, The Modern, um, among many others. And he also founded the, the phenomenon Shake Shack. Yes. Um, which is everyone, everyone knows about. Um, I think every hospitality person has also read his book, Setting the Table, and just knows that he's the master of hospitality. Um, we had a, a, a call with him the other day, and we're psyched about this because we think He's going to tie in really well to understanding us as club managers and our, and our roles, and it's going to be a great opportunity to be inspired by one of the masters of hospitality. Great. And so to wrap it up on the closing business session um, on Wednesday afternoon, we have Carla Harris. Yes, Carla is somebody that I have not seen speak, but um, she's the vice chair, managing director, and senior client advisor at Morgan Stanley. But everyone that has seen her says her message about teamwork and getting ahead at work is powerful and very, very memorable. Um, She's a leader, she's an author, she's even a singer, and she has an extreme passion for turning human connections into revenue. So we think she's the perfect way to close off a great week and send everybody on their way. She's going to be awesome. So, Randy, this year we have a brand new networking event, the CMA After Dark. Tell us about this event and why members should make sure it's on their schedule. So um, CMA After Dark is going to take place at the Glass Cactus, and we think this is going to be a great way to end conference in style and one last chance to see everybody. So we want to create this opportunity that anybody that you've missed that you didn't run into or people that you've seen but you didn't have enough time to speak to, you have one last chance to see them before everyone departs. So it's going to be open to all industry supporters, members, chapters, partners, essentially anyone with a name tag as it's a private CMAA event. So years ago, many, many managers will remember, we used to close conference with a big formal event, and that's gone by the wayside. And although I think most people understand that there's no need for a formal event anymore, I think some people have missed that last chance to just kind of say goodbye to everybody. So this has become an enhancement to us at this conference as the Gaylord happens to have this on-property nightclub that's all glass, and it's really super cool. We've been there and checked it out, and it's amazing. So CMA has hired a DJ, and we plan to have a great time. Um, It's going to run from 
9 to midnight, so there's no conflict with anything. So you can go have dinner wherever you like. You can go to your chapter events, but everyone can pop in for the last drink before leaving um, Grapevine. So there won't be a charge for this in the sense there's no cover charge. There won't be any food service, so there's not a food ticket. It's just a cash bar, so you could pop in as though you're going to the the hotel bar, but, you know, the expectation is that the, the thousands of people at conference will end up in this nightclub to be together and have a chance to say farewell before we, we all leave Grapevine. What a super idea. I love it. We'll get down on the last night. little boogie. It'll be fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Randy, uh, this conference is a little bittersweet because it does mark the end of your term as chairman of CMAA, and We've certainly enjoyed working with you as a national staff, but what final words do you have for our podcast listeners? Well, this year has been great. Um, um, The national team has been absolutely amazing. The support around the country has been great. The the member, manager, volunteers, the students, the interaction has been just super. And this year has been um, the, the pride and joy of my professional career. And I look forward to returning to the ranks of a of a normal CMA member and get to attend get to attend classes and 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 be engaged on a on a on a regular level. Um, I'm thrilled and excited for my my buddy Mark Beto. He's he's excited to take the reins and he will do an amazing job. And you know, and I'm, I'm thrilled to to continue to be a resource to him or anyone else that. Uh, that that needs my involvement, but it's been an honor, and 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 I'm thrilled to see everybody in Grapevine and um, with the team deliver an amazing conference experience. Well, I just want to say thank you, Randy, for your leadership this year. I know that um, you've made a big impact on particularly the students, and I know that you will continue to do so. But um, your leadership this year, I think, demonstrated to them what uh, kindness and hospitality can really look like in a leader. So thank you so much. Uh, You're very welcome, and that's so kind of you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us today. We will miss having uh, the current Randy Reuter chairmanship as a regular podcast guest, but we look forward to having you on as a normal CMA member in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Membership engagement to talk to us about voting. Hi, everybody. We feel very strongly about voting and voter participation. Absolutely. It's important. So, Kim, tell us, how can you vote? And what are you voting for? Right now, CMAA is voting for um, national board members in addition to one bylaw amendment. Um, CMAA has three three three-year terms and one two-year term available and four slated uh, CMA professionals who are ready for the task of um, helping to run the organization. And do you need to know who they are? Would you like to tell us about the four candidates? I would. Um, so we have Eric Dietz, who is in the Florida chapter. And we have Joe Kren, who is in the Virginia's chapter. We have Joe Mendez, who is in the Philadelphia and vicinity chapter. And we have Bill Schonk, who is also a member of the Virginia's chapter. Awesome. And so what's this bylaw amendment? The bylaw amendment is a proposal to the membership to waive the restriction of student members having to be in a hospitality program at the school that they are CMA members of, student members. Um, We're hoping that by lifting that, um, uh, like I said, restriction, that students who are studying, let's say, 
marketing or accounting or communications or business um, might find a place at, at clubs and um, be able to find their way into understanding more about club management through CMA as a student member, and we think this will help immeasurably. Perfect. So online voting has already started. Where can you go to vote? On what categories of members are eligible to vote? So CMA professional and alumnus members who have paid their 2020 national dues are um, eligible to vote. Uh, retired professional members also who have paid their dues are eligible to vote. Uh, right now, if you go to the homepage, um, there's a, a voting blurb on there. If you click on that link, it will take you right to the opportunities. You can also see um, the candidate speeches. They were videotaped at the leadership conference, so some of their information is on there. Their profiles and candidate positions are on there as well, if you want to take a look at that before you vote. Um, and then um, access to the ballot is on there, which you request a uh, code um, that comes through the headquarters and that is usually pushed back to you within 24 hours. And then you go right and do your vote. And then you also vote for the bylaw. Um, that is available to the membership until February 3rd at 12 noon Eastern time. Once that date um, hits, um, all voting will take place on site at the World Conference, and we will have three days uh, to do that. And uh, that will be on Monday, February 10th through Wednesday, February 12th. And various times will be posted. We'll put it on the app, and it'll be on signage. And same criteria of members who are eligible to vote, which is professional alumnus who have paid 2022. Awesome. And how are the election results announced? We will announce all the election results at the closing business session on Tuesday. And um, Wednesday. I'm sorry, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, February 12th, we will announce the results at um, right in the beginning of the closing business session. And then I believe you fabulous people, Melissa and Kyle, will be pushing that out through our um, press releases and tweets. And Absolutely. We'll, we'll, uh, right. we'll make sure the information gets out to all members as well. Super. Yep. Great. Cool. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So we're very excited to have Carrie Wasicki with the Club Foundation here with us to talk about Club Foundation activities and events at conference. Carrie, what, what do we have cooking? We've got a lot going on. I'm so excited uh, that you asked me to be here today to talk about the Club Foundation at conference. So um, I'll just start right in with the Club Foundation auction. The theme of this year's auction is boots, bourbon, and bling. Ooh, love it. Love that edition. And let me tell you, we have gotten some amazing donations this year. The boots are fabulous. The bourbon is piling up in my office like there's no tomorrow. And we have received a lot of great bling. We've received um, rhinestone hats, beautiful necklaces, pieces, other pieces of jewelry. Um, so I think the turnout um, for the auction this year, the donations, uh, has really been amazing. So I look forward to people coming by and checking it out. Absolutely. You're not dipping into any of that bourbon, are you, Carrie? Well, not not yet, but as we closer <laughs> to conference, <laughs> no promises can be made. Right. <laughs> A couple of the other things we have going on at conference that I would just love to have participation at um, is our run for funds little play on words there. Um, but we are, ha we are resurrecting the run. We haven't had a run 
since Orlando. And so this year in Grapevine, we have a really great environment in which to stage the run. So we're looking to have the run on Tuesday, February the 11th. Uh, beginning at 6.30 in the morning. I know it's rough, um, but the run only lasts about 30 or 45 minutes, depending on if you choose to run or walk. But we would love to have a great turnout. We have specialty t-shirts made for the run, and we're going to have food and beverage and um, a lot of excitement along the route. So we really do hope people will pack their running shoes and turn out. I signed up for it this morning, so I'll be there bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as much as I can be post-networking event <laughs> the <laughs> night before. <laughs> now, Carrie, I know you have an option for those people who just have decided that maybe running or walking at 6.30 isn't for them. I don't understand that. I'm a five o'clock runner myself. But those people, what are you offering them instead? Yeah, that's a great point. So what we're offering those folks is that you can have a sleep-in option. You can register and you can choose to sleep in and you will still receive the really great t-shirt and you'll know that you help the club foundation. Awesome. Great option. Yeah, so something really for everyone. So we're very excited about that. Um, the other thing that we have going on is the awards breakfast. And the Club Foundation is a co-sponsor of the awards breakfast. So we would love to see as many people as possible at the breakfast. You know, this is the opportunity where we really get to um, applaud and acknowledge our scholarship recipients. And this year, we'll be announcing from the stage live the new slate of Kendall Scholarship recipients for 2020. This is news that nobody knows yet. It's all confidential. So uh, we look forward to everyone turning out and hearing the news um, about our newest recipients. Nothing like a live announcement to get people's blood Thanks. flowing in the morning. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, it sounds like a fabulous slate of activities, and we can't wait. Yay. I look forward to seeing everyone in Grapevine. Thank you, as always, for supporting the Club Foundation. And now we have Sarah Tom, who works directly with CMA's oldest member community, the Wine Society, to talk to us about their events and activities at conference. They offer activities and events not only for Wine Society members, but also for CMA members. So, Sarah, take us through it. Thanks for having me here today, Melissa. Uh, we've got some exciting things lined up for our members at conference. Um, first thing we'll start out with is our auction, our annual auction that we have every year. We'll be opening this year on Sunday the 9th. Um, hopefully by 10 a.m. we'll get that rolling out to everybody. Um, everyone can come into the auction room, preview all the wines that we have, and then at 12 o'clock we will have a Wine Society member reception and auction preview um, and we'll have pours from Aperture Cellars and Silver Oak, so should be good. Um, and then that evening, we'll have the annual wine dinner at the Fort Worth Club. So they're putting together an amazing event. So that will be one to remember for sure. And we do still have some tickets open. Um, they're open to all CMA members that are registered for conference, so you can snag a ticket if you're still interested in attending that. Um, moving on to Monday, we will have our live auction, and we're doing something new this year. Um, that'll be from 1.30 to 2.30, and it will be in the Satellite Lounge, which will be on the Expo floor. Um, so we're hoping that there's lots of energy this year, um, mix it up a bit, and should be interesting, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, following that, we'll have the business meeting from 3 to 5, and we'll have Master Som Fred Dame, who is our speaker. 
Um, he's world renowned. And I think if you are into wine, you know who Fred Dame is. So that should be wonderful as well. And then Tuesday we'll wrap up the auction and that will pre be pretty much it. So the cool thing about the auction, Sarah, is that you can not only bid in person, right? Yeah. Com gone complete di completely digital. Can you tell us a little yes. bit about that? So when you get to the auction, once the auction's open, uh, we will have reps on the floor from a company that we use, which is our online auction platform, and they will be able to put you into their system with a quick get your email, your name, swipe your card, and then you are registered to do all your bidding online. And then when the auction closes on um, Tuesday afternoon, any bids that you've won, it just automatically takes care of everything, and then you can pick up your wines the next day for shipping or taking home with you. So super quick and easy. Um, and you can keep track of your bids wherever you're at. So you don't have to keep checking back in the auction room. It makes it really, really easy. So, and with that, um, as we're on the topic of the auction, um, if anyone has any time to spare during the week, specifically in the beginning of the week, we are always looking for helpers with the auction. Um, mostly on Friday and Saturday, those will be our heavy setup days. So if you are interested in doing that, feel free to reach out to me. Awesome. Well, it sounds like a great slate of line of activities. So yeah. thank you so much. It's going to be a great week. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. We are pleased to have Christina Kruger back with us again this month. Christina's Hello. dived farther into our team and uh, is heading up our member communities. And our member communities obviously connect um, on Connect throughout the year. So they have the virtual component. Um, but Conference really is a great opportunity to bring all these communities together. So Christina, we have a couple of different communities going on and we talked with Sarah Tom about Wine Society. Share with us what's going on with our young professionals, the 40 and under crowd at conference. <laughs> 40 and under crowd. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, I was reading the like the schedule for them and just like their networking event, it just makes me, I can't go, but it makes me so excited about it. Um, we will clarify though. Christina is qualified to be getting on professional. She that is. is. She, she just is. has other responsibilities. Right. Too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so there, um, the Yopra's networking event is on Saturday, um, the 8th from 6 to 8.30 um, at Corky's Gaming Bistro. And let me tell you, there's axe throwing Ooh. and like like arcade games. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I've, if you've ever been to one of those bars before where it's like arcade games, those are the most fun. Like people forget about the drinks after a while. You just play all the games that you haven't seen in years. Um, so that actually will be a super fun time for them um, and a really cool way to make it more of a social, obviously it's a networking event, but like it's more social over like professional, like the conference is a way to learn a ton, like have our members learn a ton and everything. But this is a fun way that like people from all over the country and world, I believe actually, mm, yeah, I know on right. student side, we have a couple people from Hong Kong coming over, but um, all over the world come to just connect and hang out and make friendships and whatnot. So um, that'll be a fun time. The one thing about that event, as of right now, it is sold out. Um, so make sure to keep checking back. Um, it's $65 per ticket. Um, make sure to keep checking back because it might open up some slots. Um, but as of right now, they are for sure 
sold out for that event. Rightfully because so. Because it sounds so fun. It sounds like Absolutely. so much fun. For sure. Um, but yeah, so that's the big one for YoPros um, that I'm definitely most excited about. But um, there is an education session as well on Sunday the 9th uh, from 4 to 5. And it's entitled When You Know It's Time to Move On, um, which is very cool for a young professional to kind of hear because I feel like people have this idea in their head of like, I want to do this and that's where I want to be for the rest of my life. And sometimes like you get into summer and you forget that like, it's okay to like move on, try new things. And it's, it, this is all about figuring out when that point is um, more of like a Ted talk style cool. than anything else. Um, there's going to be five yo pros that will share their stories and in career progression. So that'll be a fun one as well. Um, and then there are also lot for where we're holding an open space um, for our, really it's for go for yokos or for women um, but it's really a time for anyone to select a topic you can go online um, actually I just posted on our our communities page yesterday that has the link for it um, but if you go in and you have a topic that you want to discuss very small group we're talking like I think it's like five people um, that you no, I lied. Ten people. Ten managers that you go in and you have a discussion on a topic of your choice, just as long as you sign up for it. They have that on uh, Sunday the 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th, all at different times. Again, go ahead and check out um, our communities page just so you can get all the details on that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with women? Ah, uh, women. I'm also really excited for this one, too. So, um... Mostly, it's a lot of education sessions and, again, the open space as well, Um, but a lot of women that are speaking at these different sessions and just kind of telling their story and from, like, their their confidence side. Um, uh, Shelly McDowell. McDowell. Thank you. McDougal. 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 Shelly McDougal. I'm the worst. Um, but it, the topic is amazing. Um, it says, own it, it takes time, um, which is great for, for women to realize, but also this can definitely cross over for men as well. Right. It's a great point to make that all of these sessions are open to anyone. For sure. Um, but they're definitely a focus for women in club management. Yes. Yep. For sure. Um, and the cool thing about this one is that it, kind of crosses over from career to personal as well. Um, so you can take anything that you learn in that session and like apply it to, to real life. Um, and just remembering that it, it does take time, whether again, whether you're a woman or if you're a man, um, career, personal, everything takes time. And th- so that's really what she's going to dive into, um, learning how to release your obstacles, figuring out what they are and then learning how to let them go. Um, and then, just commit to full engagement of where you are and where you want to be and not allowing yourself to get discouraged. So um, that will be a really fun one as well. That Sunday, the 9th, um, 2.15 will be the starting time for that. Um, and then again, open space, just like I talked with your pros, um, same kind of thing. If women, again, or men, have a um, topic that they want to discuss, especially in this industry, um, 
being a woman, you can absolutely sign up for whatever. And then 10 managers come together and it's just, it's a, an open space, a safe space where you can go and, and talk about whatever you want, as long as it's underneath your umbrella of what your topic was. <laughs> um, but then there's a couple of different uh, education sessions as well that are presented by some of these inspiring women. Um, just to name a few, Saturday the 8th at 11.30, um, golf instruction, the misunderstood and sometimes forgotten club amenity um, that will be going on. And um, Monday the 10th, the art of executive presence, a professional woman's guide to commanding the room. Um, and then the closing business session on Wednesday the 12th at 1.45 um, will be with Carla Harris. So that'll be, that'll be a fun one as well. So women, there's not necessarily, except for that one with Shelly, um, that it's not necessarily just for women, but all of these amazing women are coming in and, and speaking to these topics, which is really cool. Awesome. Yeah. So it sounds like a great slate of activities for our member communities. That's for sure. 100%. And again, there's a couple of things that I maybe have forgotten um, to touch on, but if you go to connect, everything is on there. Um, my email is on there as well. So if anyone has any questions, feel free to talk to me. And I'm more than happy to give any and all information. Thank you so much, Christina. We appreciate it. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Very excited to have David McCabe, our Senior Director of Education, and the person that makes all of the um, the conference schedule work together with all of our speakers, all of our sessions. Um, so we're excited to have him today to share a little bit of information about what to expect with the education at conference. Earlier, we talked to Randy Ruder about our general sessions, uh, but he's going to share a little bit with us about our concurrent sessions and also our app and the survey process. Thanks, Melissa. Uh, as you mentioned, I know Randy spoke about our keynote uh, speakers that we have, our general session speakers, but we also are glad uh, to have several keynote level speakers that are going to be in with our regular, intermingled with our regular sessions. Uh, we started doing this a couple years ago to try to increase the value of conference, uh, so we're pretty excited. A uh, couple of the speakers that we're having, just to, to highlight, Horst Scholze, who is the co-founder and the first CEO of the Ritz-Carlton chain of hotels. Wow. So I, I know a lot of people are going to be excited about seeing him. He'll be speaking on Tuesday at conference. A couple of the other speakers that we have lined up, we have Jeff Jones, who is the CEO of H&R Block. Uh, he's going to talk about the juggling uh, change and tradition and try to how to balance that. Definitely applicable for clubs, juggling, <laughs> juggling change and tradition. Definitely, definitely. And then we have David Cook, who is a performance coach, and he's going to talk about the mindset of greatness. Uh, that was actually with our partners, uh, Insperity has helped us book him. I know he has been a... Uh, Right, performance coach, more of a like mental, mental or psychological coach to many athletes and things like that, professional athletes. So we're excited to have him. Uh, and the last one that I that I wanted to mention is her name is Susan Pinker, and she is a sociologist and she's had uh, TED talks and things like that. If you, you can always uh, Google that and look it up, uh, she talks about the importance of social bonds and social groups and how that affects 
uh, somebody with not only a healthy life but a long life. Um, and she has the science between that. And we really were interested in that because that's what clubs do. I mean, they create these social groups and social functions for uh, for their members. So we thought that was a great applicable uh, speaker to have as well. So what we said, several of them are keynote level, but we're putting them in uh, at no extra charge or things like that, but they are in with the regular rotation of speakers to just help increase that value of conference. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we have roughly 80 sessions uh, for the with the uh, part of our concurrent sessions that we call them, where there's either four or five going on at a time. Uh, we cover all ten cover all ten of our competency areas while we're there. So uh, we try to make sure that there is not uh, a competency competency area that is repeated uh, in a time block. Um, as you if you have been a conference last couple of years, we will have a what we call the track. So sessions will be identified as either pre-certification, and by that we mean that it's mainly geared for those that are uh, new or within maybe the first five to seven years of their career. Uh, we have a post-certification track, and those are for individuals who have probably earned their certification. Uh, more so, their, their experience level is probably somewhere in the 7- to 15-year range. And then we have executive track, which is geared for those managers that are 15 years or, or longer. Uh, but those tracks are just recommendations. People can attend any session that they like. Uh, whether you're a new speaker and you want to, or a new, a newer uh, manager, but you want to see uh, somebody who is a session that's geared more to the executive track, you're more than welcome to do that, and vice versa. If you're a you know, more senior manager, but maybe there's a uh, session that you feel maybe it's an area you need a little more help in, but it's identified as a uh, pre-certification, you're welcome to do any of those. They are just certifications to help people get an idea of what level those sessions are going to be. Um, that will lead into the app that we're talking about. So those tracks will be mentioned on the app and they will be indicated, as well as the competency areas will be indicated as well. Uh, majority of the app is, is really the same app we've been using the past couple of years, so the, the navigation of it is the same, things like that. The biggest change, though, is going to be how we are claiming, how members will claim their credits at conference this year. Uh, so we are using the app, which we've used in the past couple of years, but in, there's, the changes are we will not be announcing that attendance code anymore. So I know people will be happy with that. Um, you know, sometimes whether a speaker didn't have it or, or they forgot to mention it or maybe somebody didn't write it down, the speaker mentioned it but didn't write it down and things like that. Uh, so the no longer will we need a, a, an attendance code. Because the app and our registration system are now tied in, uh, the app will recognize a member when they sign in. So you will have to sign in, so you'll get the invitation if you haven't already. Uh, so when you get that, make sure that you download the app if you don't have it downloaded, and then sign in. And you only need to sign in once. Don't sign out. Uh, you, you can sign in, stay signed in. Any updates that are made to the app, the app will automatically update, so it's not like you need to sign out and sign back in to have any updates or things like that. Uh, but what will happen is it will identify you. It will know you. It will know your member number. So in the, you'll go to a session, and on the schedule you would open up that session, click on it, and then we would scroll down, and beneath the description and the speaker name, there will be a survey. And it'll say, so you would click on that survey. It'll ask you the same five questions we've been asking about to rate the session, uh, the different areas, the content, the speaker, the overall value, where learning objectives met, things like that. Uh, and then any comments you'll be able to type in if you have any co additional comments you would like to. And we do welcome those. We do read those, and so do the speakers. So just a little plug there. Uh, 
if you have any comments, especially you know, if you really like the session, let us know why. If you didn't know a session, that's okay. Let us know why as well. Uh, we do pass those on to the speakers, so they do get those, and the speakers really appreciate those. Once you complete the survey, you won't need to do anything. It'll submit it to us, and then after conference, uh, we will uh, here at the office. We, it'll give us a report that we will then import into our database system, which will then that's how you award the credits. Uh, the only difference will be uh, more than likely the credits will not be appearing overnight. Now, the last couple of years, that's what was happening. Uh, it'll probably be a thing that we will need to do when we get back into the office, but uh, me and the rest of the education department, our first priority upon coming back to Alexandria will be to get those credits in. So uh, we imagine within a week, two max, but I don't even think, it's, I don't foresee it being two weeks, we will have all those credits in. So. And David, what's the how how soon after the session ends do you have to complete that survey? Oh, good good point, good point. So we are limiting the time period. We started doing that last year, so it's 48 hours after the session. So you do, we do that for a couple of reasons, but the main one is we want you to fill that in while it's still fresh in your mind. Um, and, th and so you get, you're giving your, your best feedback, and if sometimes if you wait a couple days or a week, you may not quite remember, or you might have had a thought at the time that you wanted to give feedback, and, and just with your daily life that goes on, that thought maybe will, will go out of your, your mind. So we do limit that to a 48-hour. If by chance you didn't, don't panic. Contact me or somebody in the education department, and we can work with you to get those credits. But we are limiting that to a 48-hour period after the session ends. David, there's so many sessions, so many great sessions at conference, and obviously you can't be in every session at the same time, right? So um, for folks that register as full registrations or education only, how do they access that information after conference? Okay. So two things. All of this presenter gives me a uh, something to put on our their handout. So whether it's their, their slides, which many speakers do, or any other type of articles or things like that, they will be available in the app. And the app is really, the app doesn't expire. So once you sign in, uh, you can access that at any time. We do record a majority of the sessions, so uh, not all of them. Some speakers do ask us not to record them for what, for various reasons. Um, and most of the uh, our keynote or the general sessions do not, and that is basically through the contract with the speakers, and that's very common with keynote-level speakers uh, just because they don't want the copies of their presentation out because that's their living, so they're, they're going out and doing that. So majority of those are not. Uh, however, we do record the majority of the other sessions. It records the audio and then also the slides and the PowerPoint. It's almost like looking at a webinar archive. If you uh, partake in our webinar program and you look at the recordings afterwards, the audio is synced to the slides. So when they change a slide in, in their presentation, that changes on the, the recording. And then we do make that available on CMEA University to all members who either have a full registration uh, package or an education only. Those take a little bit of time, so that is usually within six to eight weeks after conference. We have to get the files from our vendor, and then we have to do some things here on the back end to get it up on uh, CMA University, and then people will be notified once that's available. I would say roughly 90% of the sessions are, pro are recorded. The, like I said, there are some speakers who ask us not to record them. David, with so many sessions, I know that your department relies on our awesome CMA members to volunteer and, and help you out. 
So can you tell us about that micro-volunteer opportunity? Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, you're right, Melissa. So we do rely, I hate to use a cliche, but on the kindness of, well, you're not strangers, but you know, on the kindness of our members uh, to help us with that. So with the education sessions, uh, as you, if you've been there before, uh, you'll know that we introduce the speaker prior to the session. It usually takes two or three minutes. There's a couple of housekeeping announcements and things like that, and then the bio of the speaker or if there's more than one speaker. Uh, so we do rely on volunteers to help us with those introductions. There is an online uh, way to do that, and unfortunately, I don't remember the link. It's a, it's a little bit of a longer link. It has been in a, a numerous amount of most recent uh, correspondence, the most recent Outlook. I believe it's going to be in the next Outlook as well. I know some of the pre-conference emails that have gone out so far have had those in there. And if you also have any questions, you can always feel free to contact me. Uh, my email address is pretty simple. It's just my name with a dot in the middle. So it's david.mccabe, M-C-C-A-B as in boy, E, at cmaa.org. So if you can't find it in any of those other ones but you want to volunteer, feel free to shoot me an email or give me a call, and I can send that link over to you. Uh, it takes about two or three minutes to, to do. Uh, we have the... the, the um, announcement and the bio uh, about 15 minutes prior to the session in our member services pavilion. So we do thank you for, for making that plug for me. Uh, so we, we do rely on members to help us with that and members have always come through. So we are thankful for that help. Awesome. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a great slate of education. Thanks so much, David. Thank you. We are excited to have Sarah Bao with us here, uh, the Director of Virtual Education and Research for CMAA. And she is piloting some really cool new ideas for education this year. First up is Open Space. Sarah, tell us what that is. Sure. So Open Space is a new initiative this year. It is run by participants for participants in an informal, relaxed, open environment. So what you'll find in the Grapevine pre-function area of the Gaylord is a nice little area with a sign and about 10 to 12 orange stools. Um, where participants can come, sit down, and have a conversation about a topic of their choice. So a few topics, you can actually sign up for these on the app if you'd like. You can sign up and put a topic of your choice on there. A few topics that have already been um, been selected or been proposed, proposed uh, <laughs> is Jeff DeCanya will be talking about building better boards. So he's speaking on Sunday, and then he'll move over to open space after his presentation. He'll be there to have a conversation about how to build a better board with our members. So it's supposed to be very informal, collaborative. Um, we also have tactics and traits of successful membership directors with Steve Graves. Uh, Dominique Gray is going to talk about diversity within the club industry. And then Greg Patterson will be talking about generating emotional cement with your members and staff. So there's a lot of, op there's a lot of open space and open space at this point. Um, Sunday, 3 to 5, and then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 10 to noon. So check out the app. Look at the open space. It'll tell you if it's available, and it'll have the link on how to sign up for a conversation and put your topic up there. Very cool. Really, you're driving education your own way. Right, Love education it. your own way. Awesome. So tell us about these wrap-up sessions. So the wrap-up sessions are also going to use the open space. We're going to do them twice during the week. We're going to do it Sunday after education and Tuesday after education. It's a great opportunity for participants to come away from the day and talk about what they learned. So, you know, two-pronged approach here. Share what you learned, share some insight or comments that you thought were interesting in sessions through the day, but also hopefully take away some information on sessions you missed. As David McCabe said at one, earlier, that 
we are recording all the sessions, but it may be a great time to kind of preview those sessions you missed so that you know what to watch later once they're on CMA University. So on Sunday, Greg Patterson will be hosting our um, education session debrief, so he'll be the moderator per se or get people talking about the sessions of the day. And then Steve Graves will be hosting our Tuesday afternoon, so Sunday at 5.15 and Tuesday at 5 p.m. right after education. Very cool. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Oh, you're welcome. We are very excited to have Kelly Springer with us. She is the person who manages the Club Business Expo. I think one of the most stellar things about Kelly is how much she remembers about people. She knows our exhibitors inside and out, um, and she's been here with the association for many, many, many years. <laughs> um, so, Kelly... How do you keep the show fresh every year? Well, we start by looking at different shows and seeing what they're doing uh, and then figuring out how to reorganize those trends or customize them so that they fit the CMAA family. Awesome. So what is new for 2020? What can we expect in Grapevine? Well, we have some of the old, which is the Clubhouse Live. Um, everyone loves to see the speakers and the new trends that are happening on the floor. So we added a component to that called the Satellite Lounge. Uh, this lounge will be on the opposite side of the floor from Clubhouse Live and stream or showcase these speakers from Clubhouse Live as it's taking place. However, this is a more loungy area, couches, um, and hopefully uh, our plans are to have a few companies within that area doing some tastings or sampling of sorts. Awesome. Sounds very comfortable. It will be. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we are also holding the wine auction within the Satellite Lounge on Monday from 1 to 2. Awesome. So you won't have to leave the floor to stock your cellar won't have to leave the floor, plus we have the cafe, and everyone can get lunch there. Um, that will be found by the Clubhouse Live, so you can grab your sandwich and proceed over to Clubhouse and listen to what uh, some of our exhibitors and members have to say. Awesome. It sounds like a one-stop shop, Kelly. I'm, I'm loving this. It is a one-stop shop. <laughs> we try our best. I know you do. So for our members who unfortunately are not able to make the trip to Grapevine, how can they consume the show and access the exhibitors? Our current list of exhibitors uh, and view of the floor can be found on the CMA website. If you go to cmaa.org and under market, you will find search the exhibitors. Um, that will be the best place for you to identify the different products as well as all of the contact information for our current exhibitors. Awesome. Any exhibitors you would suggest that our members stop by and see? Can't miss new exhibitors? All of them. <laughs> we have 270 companies plus represented on the floor this year with approximately 75 brand new companies. So each wow. year we bring in a number of new companies, and we'd like to have them return, and the only way to have them return is to have our members stop by and say thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much, Kelly. Bye. Bye. See you all in Dallas. <laughs> 
And now we have Alexa Levendis to talk a little bit about the return of the CMA Pro Shop. Hello. Hi, Alexa. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, so I'll be talking about CMA's Pro Shop. Um, we want you all to come visit at conference. We have lots of fun merchandise. We'll have swag from Peter Millar, Golftini, Yeti, and other brands. You'll find CMA branded hats, t-shirts, polos, tumblers, and even wine stoppers. Ooh. We open Saturday, 1130 to 5, Sunday and Monday, 7 to 515, Tuesday, 730 to 5, and Wednesday, 730 to 145. Don't forget to stop by. Ooh, so that's open the same time as the member services pavilion. So if you're milling around and you're asking questions of folks at the MSP desk, make sure you stop in over at the pro shop because they're going to have a lot of really cool swag and we're really excited to have that back on board. Thanks, Alexa. Of course. Thank you. (laughs) Do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? If you want to stop by the member services pavilion to um, learn about staff training, we'll be doing demos um, all day. And you can come by and get a wireless charger if you take a demo. Ooh, more swag. Stop stop by and ask Alexa about (laughs) the Club Resource Center. Get your free charger. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Thanks, Alexa. We are very excited to have Erica Benjamin here with us from the membership department who coordinates our idea fair to talk more about this amazing program. Thank you, Melissa. I'm happy to be here. So tell us, how do you get involved with the idea fair? What do you do if you've had this brilliant idea at your club All right. this year? Well, we hope that your brilliant idea falls in one of our 20 categories for the year. Uh, the great news is that you don't have to be attending conference to participate. So uh, what you will do is you'll go to our conference website. There you can download the entry form and view all the categories. Uh, this year, the new category that we do have is our alternative sports and recreation category, um, which also mirrors our new VMI. So that's pretty exciting awesome. um, where you can talk about any sort of unique sports programs, events, aquatic events, lawn games, um, anything else exciting that would fall into that category. Um, so you'll then go uh, select the category you'd like to enter in. Uh, you, once you are ready to submit your form, you go online, the website, and you enter all your information in there, uh, just explaining what your idea is. Uh, then once you go to enter it, you will be um, presented with a PDF that you will print out three copies, attach it to the back of the board. Um, so that really is the, the entry is this display board that you'll be creating. Um, it looks much like a science fair <laughs> the room, so it should bring you back to the good old days of elementary school. Um, but we, we really, our members like the, um, the science fair type format. Uh, you know, we've thought about going in other directions, but it really is a tried and true way to get these ideas presented. And uh, we're excited to be doing it again in 2020. Awesome. And so if you're we, on- we actually rearranged the website to make the idea fair entry form a little easier to find. Um, so if you're on the conference webpage, 
Um, if, if you look at the top of the page on that menu up there, you'll see Idea Fair is one of the options. And you can just click on that and it'll take you right to the page where we have the um, downloadable form and the entry form that Erica referenced where you would input all of your information. You got it. Um, I guess I'll talk a little bit about the deadlines. Absolutely. So if your entry is ready to go, you can actually ship it now. It will be um, received through February 4th. And that shipping address is right on the, um, the form that's on the website. If you're hand carrying your entry, that should be received on site February 8th uh, at 8 a.m. or earlier. So um, that's the deadline. They'll be judged that day. Uh, the, it's a committee of members that get together, go through, uh, they award a first place winner in each category, and additionally we have three overall award winners, um, and those awards are the most innovative idea, the showstopper idea, and the chairman's award. So um, those awards will be presented at our awards breakfast. Um, and the other ones will be immediately shown so you can go through and see the winners right away. But the three overall are kind of the surprise, the big exciting winners that are presented at the awards breakfast. Awesome. So if you don't attend conference and you don't get the chance to browse through the more than 200 entries, how do you access those? So um, the neat thing is, is when you are putting everything in online, that is sent to us. So it makes it really easy for us to get that up online after conference. That's usually done within several weeks after conference. You're going to want to go to the CMAA website and under events, there's an idea fair tab. That's where actually all entries are housed going back many years. So you can look at past idea fairs, but the 2020 should be up. Um, you know, like I said, several weeks after conference, you can go through, they're all broken down by category. We have a picture of each entry and then the description underneath it. Uh, so definitely go check that out when it's posted. Great way to get good ideas. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Erica. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to seeing all of your entries uh, at conference. Well, I think that about wraps us up for the month of January. I know we covered a lot of information this month, all to do with conference. Um, and hopefully you found something in there that was useful. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of things going on, um, but we're really looking forward to, you know, leading all of these projects and seeing everyone on site in Grapevine. Um, it's right around the corner and we're working furiously over here just to get everything all tied up in a bow. We'll be here before you know it. 23 days. Sure. Well, I guess I do have a few more things to talk about. I got ahead of myself there. Um, I want to make a quick plug from um, the student development side of things. I know um, we have a number of mentoring opportunities at World Conference um, that have been in play for a couple of years now, but I just wanted to remind everyone, if you are interested in serving as a conference mentor or for students, if you would like to have a conference mentor, um, signups for that are available online. We have communicated that in the last um, Outlook and it is in the last chapter digest. But if you have any interest in being a mentor or having a mentor for the week of conference, please sign up for that. The mentorship initiative has been pretty successful for the past few years, and we really love hearing the feedback and the connections that are forged through that process. Um, we also have the student mentor lunch, which is technically a separate initiative. Um, but if you wish to 
don't have the time to be a mentor for the whole week, but still want to be involved in mentoring the students in some capacity, um, we're always looking for more managers to sign up for the mentor lunch. Um, that sign up is also available online. If you have any questions about either one of those two uh, activities, please reach out to me or to Christina. Uh, we'll be happy to answer your questions and help you get signed up. Um, the other thing I wanted to promo was the student chapter idea fair. This has been um, away from conference for about 10 years, but we brought it back this year uh, in an effort to really encourage information sharing an idea generation between our student chapters. So students, it's talking to you specifically folks, if you haven't come up with an idea to share or submitted your idea yet, there's still time to do that. Uh, you can find the sign-up form online uh, at cma.org slash conference. And as I said earlier in the podcast, the Idea Fair tab is at the top of the page. If you click on that, you'll see the separate signups for the Student Chapter Idea Fair, and there, all the information is there. But again, if you have any questions about that, please feel free to reach out to Christina Kruger or myself, and we'd be happy to help. And I think that wraps up my stuff. Um, getting back to what I was saying, this has been a crazy month and we are really looking forward to seeing everyone at World Conference. Um, Melissa, do you have anything else that you wanted to share? I just want to send a special shout out to our super fan, Jeff Isbell, on the new addition to his family. Whoop, whoop. Thank you for sending us baby pictures. We will always take baby pictures. Fact. So. We're bummed Jeff will not be joining us in Texas this year, but we look forward to seeing all of you. We'll be doing some live podcasting. We're really excited about that, um, and we hope to see you in Texas. Absolutely. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Melissa. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud. Um, we always look forward to hearing your feedback. We'll see you in Texas. Bye.